Stories about dead bodies, stories about narrowly getting kidnapped in your childhood, or if someone's an optimist or a pessimist, or what they're going to eat for dinner on any given night. I just ate steak and mashed potatoes. You'll get all that and more on Them, That, and This, episode 11. Tonight, I was joined with my friend Danielle, friend and manager at work. Not my manager, but a manager. Maybe she's my manager. I'm not sure. Who knows anything anymore? Anyway... She came up with this great idea. She's all, Michael, Michael, because she's British. She sounds a little Britishy. She's not British. She's South African, but they sound Britishy, in my opinion. Oh, Michael, I've got this idea for your podcast. You could ask 30, 73 questions. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great idea. So I said, yeah, let's do this. Now she's on episode 11, Them, That, and This with Danielle. 73 questions with Danielle, episode 11. Episode 11. Yalla, let's get to it. So Danielle, what's up? What's up, Michael? How you doing? Tell like my sixty listeners who you are. So, as you know, my name is Danielle. Yeah. I am originally from South Africa, so no, do not call me British. My accent is not British. But you sound Britishy. Like to all like the dumb Americans listening, it's gonna sound like even for me, like it sounds very Britishy. Like I, I associate it with Britishness. Like politeness, it you know, depends, you're very polite. Right, but it depends who you talk to. People from, I'm from Johannesburg, people, yeah. people from Cape Town actually do kind of speak, they speak with very, they refine their words so that it sounds, it sounds more British. Mm-hmm. Johannesburg, people from Joburg, as they say Joburg, actually, it's not like they swallow their words, but the way they talk, it's, it's, it's not British at all. So wow. let them decide, let your listeners decide what I sound like. All right. So you're like my manager. Like, you're kind of, you're a man, are you my, like, I as my manager, but you're a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. And we're in the office now, kind of, in a conference room that I've been into a couple times, twice to be exact. very green, chairs pop out. I know, it's a nice room, actually. Mm -hmm. Very nice. You've probably been in here dozens of times, I imagine. This was my temporary office. That's true, you used to work like, right? No, you used to work there, Yeah. Yeah, so... Did, did you like it better when it was a temporary office? No, it was, too, it was too... It was too cramped. Mm. So anyway, we're here, we're at work. You're like practically my biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to every podcast, yeah. except the one, but I won't say which one. Yeah, you look like a geisha, kind of. Like a half geisha now, because you took off your makeup. 
Yeah, I was yeah. only wearing red lipstick. Yeah, it's like Purim here, kind of. Like, Purim was yesterday, right? It's kind of over now, but yeah. still there. So, yeah, dressed up as a Japanese woman. You can call the geisha. Yeah. Um, because I love the Japanese culture. I was there a year ago, and, you know, I really love it. You have chopsticks in your hair. These are actually from Japan. Yeah. Yeah, you look like a saddle geisha all day. Right. You're sitting at your desk. All right. So anyway, you got you came to me. You wanted you had these questions from this like you got inspired by this magazine. Vogue. Yeah. Seventy three questions with Vogue. Yeah, and this is seventy three questions with Danielle exactly. now. Exactly. So um, it'd be interesting. I guess my listeners will get to know me better and you, and it'll be a fun discussion. Exactly. So take it away if you want. Okay, I'll go first. All right. Favorite place to be? What's your favorite place to be? Well, seeing that I'm dressed like a geisha, I'd say Japan. But actually, to tell you the truth, my favorite place to be is in my bed. Really? Comfortable, knowing that I have no responsibilities for the day, watching a movie, reading a book. I love my bed. It's comfortable. Like, are you, is that most of your weekend, just sitting in bed? No. I mean, I try. I have errands to run, stuff to do. But admittedly, sometimes I just feel like sleeping. Because I know one day I won't be able to do that, so... Well, one day you're just going to be in an eternal sleep, though. You'll be sleeping forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, sometimes yeah. I just laugh. You know. Yeah, I get it. The bed is nice. It's a comfortable place. I would. I thought you were going to say Kiriatono. Like, you're mm. very crazy about this place. Yeah, I got emotional the other day when I drove through there. Yeah. Because I think it was the first place I kind of lived So in Israel. So I really, really miss it. It's got that villagey, suburban feel. Yeah. You know, what can I do? It's like a hardcore sub- suburb, and like it blows my mind because, like, I remember I used to like work there a little bit. I'm not gonna say what job I did, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just remember like I don't I didn't see anything special about it. I was like, ah, oh, Kiriatono. Like, it's not bad, but like, it's not like fantastic. You know, it's cute. Yeah, it's co- it's a cozy, cute. There's different parts to it. Some are really new and. A lot of wealthy, actually, people are moving in there. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's really... For me, it felt a little bit like home back in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm just used to living, you know, in more suburban um, setup. Yeah. Not, not like city life, like Tel Aviv or New York. And I like both. I like the urban and suburban and villagey. You know, it's going it to blow your mind. But, like, there's two places where I felt like at home. Like, I bet you couldn't guess these cities. Like, it felt like... Home. Texas. No. Well, like, Texas is not a city. But. Like, in Israel, like, it felt like L.A. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's two places. And anything in Texas? Um, I don't really think about it. Because, uh, yeah, I lived there for such mm. a short time. But, um... So... First wow. off, Haifa. Like, when you're in the hills, kind of reminds me of Hollywood for some reason. I don't know why. Bizarre. Without the letters. You know, we yeah. just need letters. Haifa. Yeah. And then, Natanya. Natanya? <laughs> yeah. It's got, a, it's got a good beach front. Yeah, but not because the beaches. We were driving by, like, all these... I was on the, the like, the bus passing by all these, like, garages, and, like, it looked really <laughs> ugly. I'm like, yeah, it looks like East L.A. a little. Yeah. Well, you see, everybody... Yeah. Everybody has their own... Their own... Um, what do you call it? Their own groove, I guess. Yeah. I didn't particularly like those places. I like Haifa, but not Natanya. Haifa is beautiful. For sure. All right, you're good. Alrighty. A bit of a turn. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear? I think it's like, like wow, like, um, for sure dying alone would be terrible. And, like, having, like, I watched this documentary about, like, uh, it was a documentary about, like, 
old gay guys whose partners die of AIDS, and then they end up, like, just dying in their apartment alone and not being discovered until, like, months later, and they're all, like, deformed and oh stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I just thought, like, God, I have to get married. Like, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to die. And I don't want to be undiscovered for a long time. That won't happen, because a lot of people care about you. Even your work colleagues, they'll be like, where's Michael? Yeah, but, like... So we'll come looking for you. Yeah, him. I hopefully I have a long time to go. Who knows where I'm going to be at 80, you know? Well, I mean, please, yeah. Like Actually, I'm, I just caught myself saying, I mean, yeah. it will never happen now, but... Yeah. But I'm saying... It's scary shit. Like, it I is really, scary shit. I don't yeah. want to be old and alone. That's terrible. Old and alone sounds like a miserable existence, and I think a lot of people live this way. I think it's there. It's like, it's actually, out there. It's true. It's, Especially in England. I watch documentaries. There's a sad... Exi- a lot of people have a very lonely existence, but it's not going to happen to you, so don't even talk about it. It could. All right. <laughs> anyway... Um, how about you? What's your biggest fear? Something on the same lines, but not more, not about me. More like losing people that are very close to me. I just yeah. don't know how I'd be able to to handle it. And like your parents, your yeah, your, like uh, people husband. I care about. Yeah, parents, family. Yeah. It's just. I think yeah. that, that's like the main thing. I think like parents, siblings significant other and children would be the hardest thing to oh, lose yeah. losing a child is but i feel like everything else is kind of like 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 if a good friend died my best friend it feels it could feel like family definitely but like you know if a cousin died and i like my cousins i don't think i'd be like torn apart like i'd still come to work that day i don't know if i'd cry or not like when my grandparents died i like cried for maybe like an hour or two and then I was just like... I uh, think it depends on the circumstances of the of the death, you know? Like, I, I really love them. Like I, like, I was close to them, I think. But they were really old. And I tried to put, like, a logical, like... Like, it was logical that they were going to die. Yeah. So that was your way of dealing with it. And that's... Yeah. Everybody deals with it differently. And friends, like... Like, yeah, like, it would be sad, but I don't know how broken... Like, it won't, like, ruin my life. But I feel like... Like, if something, like, like big happened to, like, my dad or something, it'd be, like, like I'd be wrecked for, like, a year or something, you know? Of course. It just sucks. Well, on a lighter note, another biggest fear of mine is sharks. But I, that's a fear I can avoid. Sharks? Sharks. 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 Wow. Well, there, yeah. there goes the accent. Yeah, yeah. Sharks? Great, great white sharks. Really? Yeah. How about terminal illness? This is a bad okay, one. Okay, no. Yeah. This is getting too morbid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Your go. What makes you angry, Michael? What makes me angry? Like, really stupid things make me angry. Like, people I don't care about, people I don't even know make me angry all the time. Loud people in public spaces. Um, when someone slightly brushes up against me on the bus, it makes me angry. <laughs> Sometimes when people sit next to me, it makes me angry. Like, nothing big. Like, a bunch of small things really make me angry, but like... I think my apartment could be on fire, and I'd just be like, oh, well, what could I do? Okay, that's life. <laughs> Actually, I have, well, I, you, I haven't been diagnosed with it, but I have what they call misophonia. For certain, a lot of people have it, but certain noises really bother you and, and cause like the fright, flight and fright mode. Like the chewing? Yeah, chewing, um, whistling. Mm-hmm. I cannot take, it does something to my, my eardrums where they just pop, and I just, I cannot handle it. And sometimes... Sometimes typing when people type, but that's very rare. Just typing when people type, but it's on on keyboards. Yeah, but that's very rare. Um, so yeah, that makes me angry. A few other things make uh, bigger issues make me angry. Like I really don't like. 
I try not to get angry about things, but I don't like fake people. That that, that I'm, that's a big yeah, one. I'm yeah. allergic to fake people. If but, I have to deal with them, it's big. Yeah. But so, like, I feel like big issues, like it could really make me depressed if I focused on it. But angry, like like oh fuck, like punching a wall. <laughs> I don't think I'd go there. You know. Yeah. Like I know, like uh, for a while, like when I lived in de- in L.A., I used to go and see like all the homeless people all the time and stuff. Like, you know, not go out and see them. Just literally, they're just everywhere. So you see them. Mm-hmm. And it used to really make me, like, really sad. Not like, like, after I moved back to L.A. When I just lived there as, like, a teenager and, like, in my 20s and stuff, early 20s, it didn't bother me. Because I was just like, fuck them, who cares? Right. You know? Okay. Let's get to the next question. It's, um... Wow, this is a good one. This yeah. is a good one. Read it out. First memory of your life. Look, actually, I'm, I have a very good memory, and I remember, I remember weird and bizarre things, like things people say or do or, or what they were wearing. Or I touch a lot of emo- um, emotion to memories, and mm-hmm. that's how I remember things. Yeah. But I really cannot remember the first memory of my life. I there, can't remember. There's like a scattered few, maybe. Yeah, but I can't... I don't know. I can't think of it right now. What about you? Remember like a a doctor's hand grabbing you and pulling you into the light? Oh, well, I actually remember the first time I went to the dentist. Mm -hmm. I remember looking up at the ceiling. I mean, all dentists have, you know, things on the ceiling and I I was terrified. But actually, once I was there, it was fun. And I felt so triumphant that I had done it. You know, I went to the dentist. I have some... And now I go every six months. You go every six months to the dentist? Yeah. You have nice teeth. They don't look, I, you know, that's, I guess it pays off. I'm pretty religious about that. Wait, yeah, wow. Yeah. I think I, I, I went like, I go like once every decade. <laughs> no, you should go once a year. For sure. For a keen. Yeah. So and what my, about you? It, they're very strange. If my brother's listening, he's not going to believe me because it just sounds too shitty. All right. But like, I have like three scattered memories that like, I feel like are my first. My first one, it's a very basic memory. I remember like, like crawling on my my floor like in my old apartment like way back i'm guessing everything is around 1992 like Mm -hmm. that's the year i started started really remembering things like having like some kind of consciousness yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like i remember like crawling and seeing my parents sitting on a couch next to each other watching the simpsons on television wow yeah see it's something like small like that like you you wouldn't think it would impact you but you remember it now the other one is I remember and I swear to god I do. I remember the Los Angeles riots from our like play from like I think we're at our grandma's house or like we're our house, but like in the general direction where the city was, you could see like a redness in the sky due to all the fires. Wow. And I remember driving down a boulevard, which is probably Whittier Boulevard, with my dad, my brother, and my mom, and there was curfew at the time, so the streets were just like completely empty. You know, because we didn't live where the riot, we didn't live in the area where the riots happened. That was like in South Central and all this area. We lived in like a, we lived in Montebello at the time, I think, and like East LA was like, like where my grandparents lived. So like I remember driving down like one of those streets and just like seeing all the closed down shops. And I remember seeing a mannequin. Wow. And do you think it, do you think it um, affected you, or is it just a memory? Just a memory. I mean, when I I, I really liked the LA riots growing up. Like, like, I bought, like, all these albums, like, you know, like, all the old rap albums I really liked, they mm-hmm. all talk about it. And, like, even now when I think about it and look back on it, like, you know, I watch a documentary about it, I think, like, this is, like, a really good time. Like, it was really powerful. People fought for what they believed in. And I think it did catch, like, a big change in the city, you know? I think it used to be much more racist and, like, hard before mm-hmm. that, you That's know? interesting. 
And I remember the, I remember a big earthquake, and I remember seeing a cockroach on the floor. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh wow! <clears throat> yeah, LA's big earthquakes. Yeah, I re- I remember like an earthquake at one point, like in the same apartment, like around the same time. And I remember seeing like a cockroach on the floor. That's it. Well, cockroaches Those... will survive anything. Yeah. Nuclear warfare, even. Well, actually, when you mentioned the riots, when I was three, I actually had quite a big thing happen to me and my younger brother. He was one and a half. Mm-hmm. We were 18 months apart. Yeah. I was three. We got a... I'm not going to get too into the story, but we got... Um, Is it tragic? No. I mean, I'm still here, so it's... Yeah. We got hijacked. And I don't know if I've suppressed some things or that, or I've dreamed of some things and think they happened or, or in the, during the incident yeah. or that people told me. But we we were hijacked and my mom was taken out of the car and she was left behind. And they took me and my younger brother. And I remember, I think we had just come from a swimming lesson, I think. So I remember holding towels and yeah. crying. And I remember the guy in the front seat saying, shh. And then he dropped us off in the middle of the road. I remember saying to my younger brother, hold my hand. That's like South Africa, And we huh? crossed the street. Yeah, I mean, these things can happen anywhere. And they could happen anywhere. But, uh, yeah, it was. So that is, that's actually a very early memory. That's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Do you remember crazy. how you felt, like, as you were there? I remember being very scared. But wow. I think I've probably suppressed most Does of Does your those. brother remember? I don't think so. Does your mom remember? Have of course, yeah. Wow, yeah. amazing. She thought she just she thought she had lost two of her kids. That's fucking insane. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Wow. Well, I mean, a lot of morbid uh, topics here. Let's go into something more exciting. What fictional character would you want to be? Like Han Solo, or like uh, Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones is like one of the coolest characters I can remember as far as as far as I can look back. For sure, like, like Indiana Jones. You know Indiana Jones. Of course, I know Indiana Jones. Yeah. I have I had all the DVDs at home. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, Temple of Doom is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really a fan, but I definitely yeah. you know watched it. And was but there's some people it. out there. I ask because like I meet people like they don't know like basic things, you know, about like pop culture stuff. Like, uh, well, we work in that world. We should. Yeah, but like there's people in the office, I, they don't know things, you know. Well, we can't know everything. Yeah. I would want to be, you know me, I love fashion, I love stuff. Yeah. I'd want to be Carrie Bradshaw, but I don't like her. She's a bad person, but I would want her for her clothes. From uh, Sex and the City. Yeah, I'd want to be Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Just for her wardrobe and her apartment. That's it. Yeah, but it's like a dated wardrobe now, right? It's from no. like 2001 or something. No. The clothes... We're at, I think we're living in a time where it's like everything's post. So, like post uh, modern, post post modern, yeah. where anything goes. Like you could ma- you could wear something from the eighties mixed with the nineties mixed with the seventies. Anything Honestly, goes. What you're wearing now, you could just wear it like any other I day. I do. This this is this. Yeah. I, didn't, I did not buy this for especially for the yeah. The, like like um. You're not, like, just, like, an over-the-top geisha. You just have, like, chopsticks in your hair and you had the makeup on. But, like, the coat could be anything. Yeah, it's like, like a, a kimono. Like. Yeah, you have good style. So, yeah, I'd want to be her. But, um... Uh, never saw an episode of Sex and the City. Haven't you? I, never in my life. I, I don't think it'd be my thing. I don't think you'd like it, no. Yeah, you know, for sure. Anyway, she's... I don't think she's a good friend and she's selfish. But I like her clothes, so I'd want to be her. A lot of those characters are selfish from old shows, though. Like, like Rachel from Friends is a terrible character. I think she developed. She gets better. Carrie's more selfish. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> My eyes are, like, slitted away, so that, okay. Yeah. With a nod. That's why I think we should, you know, yeah. let it rest. Okay. <laughs> um, favorite word in English? 
That's hard. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's a good word. Um, Mary Poppins. That's a good movie. It is. I love Mary Poppins. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. What is wrong with me? I used to say fast. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There we go. Yeah, I, I haven't wa- embarrassed myself. I watched that movie on the plane when, like, last two years ago, maybe. Okay, but that's not my favorite word. What's your favorite word? A very random one. Really? Umbridge. Umbridge? Umbridge. When you say, I take much umbridge to that, it means I take much offense. Wow, I feel like that's a word people don't use ever. I don't use least. it either, but yeah. I just like it. Well, a word that I like in English. You know what? That's your question. I have no idea. They're just words to me. Like, I don't know, what, what do I say often? Like, fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> you uh, know, you say you know a lot. Yeah. Top three things on your bucket list. Um, oh, get married would be nice. Um, yeah, that's like such a lame thing to say. Not on at it. all. Um, like, it's rare shit, bucket list stuff. Because you could... It all depends, it's all relative. Like, people could, like, what am I going to say, like... Go, oh, I want to travel there. Like, I could just do that if I really wanted to, right? Like, traveling. I, I don't mean, want to put anything traveling related on my bucket list. I have list. a lot of travel things on my bucket list, but... But you could do it. It's not like something you have, like, that's hard to do. Right. You know? It depends. Certain kind of travel things are a little bit more difficult to to achieve, but it's, yeah. it's, doable. it's doable. Like, if you really wanted it, though, you would get it. Yeah, of course. But, I always wanted to go to Japan, and I went. Yeah. Um, so there's... That, um, wow, it's hard. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, I have to think about something I want that, like, seems relatively unattainable at the moment. <laughs> I know what I want. Go and tell me. What do you want? It's hard for all the travel stuff and doing, like, very specific things. Yeah. And right now, we, we, none of us can travel, so it's like, Ugh. Um, the, I'd like to invent something, or not necessarily invent something, but create some kind of product or service that you know defines me mm-hmm. and then I feel I'm giving something to the world like what, what do you want what do you what would you want it to be like I don't know and I can't say yet <laughs> but like what in what category would it be in like something humanitarian or something fashionable or something like something fashionable maybe humanitarian I don't know I don't think I'm I think if I, I wouldn't be able to invent something that would change the world I probably would have done it by now um, yeah. but um that travel and just being happy i guess being happy yeah that's important but i feel like bucket list stuff is like yeah that's like very specific stuff usually yeah like things before i die like like like, like go to this spot do this uh, experience this it's, it's usually more particular i gave you know an over maybe like more like, generalized things yeah you know, like I was gonna say like, like I just think of like I just get the image of like Lawrence of Arabia in my mind. I don't know why. <laughs> like I don't want like liberate a people. <laughs> like, like you don't do some like some like courageous act and like you know solve world hunger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was too much of a abstract question. It's maybe. nice though. Last book you've read. Last book I've read was um. Kasher and Arai, which is good because I felt like it's a good book. It relates to me a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Like I would see my like like you know Moshe Kasher. He's like a famous comedian. Yeah. 
I saw him perform once a long time in ago. In LA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks about his life growing up in uh, in Oakland. And it's very, and he, how he was like poor. He liked gangster rap. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like very familiar. Even though he was like way crazier than I was. You know, but I loved gangster rap growing up. I loved it. So you related to the book? Yeah, it was very relatable. Now I'm reading uh, Tuesdays with Maury. So that's the last book I read. Yeah. Or reread kind of thing. Really? That was the last one you read? Yeah. Um, have you read it before that, though? I have. Re- I had read it before a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I wanted to reread it. And it was. It's a good book. It's a classic. It's. It yeah, really makes you think. Especially during these crazy times, it's it really makes you think. Yeah, like it really makes me want to like change the way like, the way I I live at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Like it's very be less like uh, you know I could be like very petty. I could be very hold a grudge. Makes you just want to free myself of a bunch of shit. It's a really good book. I agree. It's really good. Um, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is, "Be kind, for everyone is fighting a harder battle." That's beautiful. I agree with that quote. Because you never know what what someone else is going through. It's a hard fucking thing to be though. Yeah. Kind. Because exactly. I don't think I'm a kind person. Like yesterday, I was in the parking lot and something went wrong. A parking lot of my of my apartment and something went wrong and I was just in a terrible mood and one of the guys obviously who lives there a man in the car with his wife yeah. he stopped because he saw I was trying to phone and I know that there there's no signal but I was yeah. on the phone and he's like there's no phone here um, there's no like, signal and I was so my response was so rude he's like are you okay and I think he he wanted to help me. I said, I'm, I live here. I'm fine. Yeah. And I was so rude. And I felt oh so God. bad afterwards. And I, he was just trying to help me. That's really unkind. Yeah. <laughs> so I should live more by the, the quotation. That but I at the same time, I feel like kindness is kind of relative to how I feel on that day. Mm-hmm. Like if I feel really good about my day and some good things are happening to me, I'll be like kind to others. If I'm feeling like really shitty, I got like heartburn, you know, I feel impatient. You take it out on everyone. You project. Yeah. You project project you think everybody like not everybody so i was projecting yesterday yeah and that's what i'm saying you never know what someone's going through everybody has a story and everybody has a pretty crazy story yeah if you think about it and you you should we should just be kind to everybody that's all how was he after you said this to him he was like okay and then like he tried to reach out again and then i was just like walked off and he drove off and I felt so bad because I don't like behaving like that. I was just I was just having a really bad day. Do you think he was like, how, was he old man, elderly? Middle-aged. Do you think he was trying to hit on you? No, no, no. He was with someone who was in the car. Uh, you know, Israelis like to get involved and went yeah. for the good or the bad. And he probably just thought I was lost or something. And I was like, I live here. Uh, <laughs> like back off kind of thing. I didn't say Jesus. back off, but you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, so the next What about yours? Or you don't have quote, one? Um... Okay, we can go into the next one. Yeah, I don't, I don't collect quotes. I don't know any quotes off the top of my head. Um, ask the next, next if one. If you had one. a superpower, what would it be? I know mine. What is it? Teleportation. Teleportation actually sounds really good. Because I don't want to run out. I don't want to pay for plane tickets. Yeah. I want to go see my family when I want to see them. And I just want to, you know, go whenever I want to go. Where, whenever and wherever <laughs> I want to go. Uh, you know, I was going to say be invisible, but I think teleportation is much better. Well, it involves like, Teleportation has... you do, yeah. There's a part where you well, an object goes invisible for a, True. a amount of time. Yeah, but like... A lot of people say time travel, but time travel would be an amazing one. But I think... 
we've seen a whole lot of movies about it, like the latest Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. When you go and change things, it like changes. There's a whole butterfly effect. So I don't think I'd want to change things in history, even my own personal life. I just want to te- be able to teleport myself. You know why being invisible sounds good though? Because you can haunt people. <laughs> I just go at someone's. I could like sneak into someone's house and just move shit around while they're like open up a cupboard and slam it over and over again. I can see you doing yeah, that. Yeah, like uh, it's uh, like I would not use the superpower for good in any kind of way. <laughs> not off the bat. Maybe after I got bored of that, I'd be like, all right, let's do something productive. But could you ima- can you imagine what would happen if the whole world could teleport themselves? Firstly, like all modes of transport would go would become obsolete. It would cause True. chaos. No, it would cause chaos. But I think, like, shit like that really, uh, like, it affects our mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like sitting on a public transportation bus for an hour with nothing but to, to look out the window, you know, you can only look out the window. That, like, builds some kind of character. Because now we, we live in a, in a generation where everything's, like, instant gratification, and I think it's, like, fucking us up. Completely. Like, even now with the phone, you know? That's, like, a... It's, like, it stole a part of our soul, mm-hmm. you know? Even now with... A brief mention of coronavirus. Yeah, this is what people had to deal with. You know, people had to deal with wartime conditions, World War One, World War Two, where they had to, you know, remain tight-lipped and just do what they had to do. Yeah. Or, and th- today we're we're very indulged, and we don't know what, what people it was have like. to deal with diseases since the beginning of time: lepers, the Black yeah. Plague. So it's very scary, but we need to just yeah. put things into proportion and learn that we've got to make some sacrifices. I think I that like life shouldn't be so easy. You know, like, like we need hardship. Like, life shouldn't be so convenient. And now it is. And that's why people are not coping with this. Because yeah. life is so... It's actually never been a better time to be alive. Yeah. It, it really hasn't. But the shit's making us mentally ill at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're going fucked. Like, everyone, I feel. Like, we, we need hardship. Everybody. Nobody should have it that good. That's my opinion. Anyway. We just need to remain balanced. There's actually a whole concept of that by, yeah. by Rashi, you know, one of those famous um, scholars, the, rabbis, uh, philosophers. Mm-hmm. He's uh, it's called the Indian guy. I think Rashi, Rashi. was from uh, France, but no, he was Moroccan, I think. Oh, okay. I've got to check that. I've got to fact check myself. But anyway, he spoke about like a golden ratio and not having too much of anything and not having too little of yeah. anything. So kind of that. Anyway, right. so the next one is best places you visited. Is that the next question? Yes. Okay. Best places I visited. Um, honestly, like I'm gonna give three. Mm-hmm. Three, three, one, three is good. Um, China. Right. I had a great time in China. Um, you went to visit your brother, right? No, different time. I went to China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the time I visited. That was a. I visited him in Hong Kong, which was a good time as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Egypt, it was a really good time. Oh, wow. That was, you've told me the story about Egypt. Yeah. It was a wild time. Yeah. And what else? Russia? No, definitely not. I don't know. It was a great time, but like the best. Um, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. What's the third? Everything just kind of a... Well, I guess if those two stand up, that was the best. Yeah, those two were the best. Yeah, I'll go with those. How about you? I've had a lot of good places, especially in the recent year or so. London. Yes. Okay, London. there. No. Okay, that's one of mine too. Okay. London. Okay, I have to say Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan's been mentioned a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, 
What did you like about Japan? What was beautiful about it for you? Oh, that's magnificent. The cherry blossoms. Time, place, person you're with, all of it combined. I was on honeymoon with my husband. So that must be already like a good yeah. time no matter where you're at. It's just such a crazy place on every level. It's like an explosion of all your senses. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just, it's unlike anything else. Like what was better, the city or like kind of like the nature-y part both. of it? Wow. I like both. And the food was amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. And the people? The people, the, the Japanese have a lot of, have a lot of, I would say, two extreme sides. They're very polite and refined. Yeah. And then on the other side, they're crazy. So. Which is nice. Yeah. No, they're cool people. Could you get involved in the craziness? Like, is this possible? No, no, no. I, I don't think I'd be like that. No, no, but like, as like a, oh, a, as a if tourist? somebody wanted to get in, went, go there and get involved yeah, in like the craziness not? of their, or would they be like closed off to I people? They don't know the language, so they're going to be like left behind. They'd you know? be more insular about it. They would let you, um, take part in a little bit of it. Not, not, not a big chunk yeah. of it. Not a big chunk of it. And yeah, I've, I've visited a lot of really good places. Um, but those are the ones that stand out. In to terms me right of now. like craziness of Japan, though, what mm-hmm. did you see? Like that was really crazy while you were there. Like one thing, give me like one thing that was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like what is this? Actually, one thing that upset me a little bit is they have these like tiny little dogs. Yeah. And I think it's like pet stores, and they keep them in, the, in like these little um, glass um, boxes that you can see from the shop windows. Yeah. Um, on the one hand, they really care about animals, and on the one hand, they just don't. <laughs> Let's not yeah. get into that. Um, and it was so bizarre to me. You know, they have all those cafes or whatever, but I refuse to go n- into any of those cafes. Like cat cafes? Yeah, I didn't go into any of those. And What's wrong with cat cafes? What do you feel is Apparently, the animals are treated well there, but it's just not for me. I went to one in Russia. It was it was kind of awkward, to be honest. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so that stood up to me, those little dogs. Because they love cute things. It's called kawaii. They love yeah. They love adorable little things. Um, so little Labrador puppies. Yeah, and it was like it just, Black that, that bothered puppies. me. That that bothered me. Yeah. But I saw a lot of crazy stuff, like how they all go. I saw after work, you can actually see. You know how the men get go get drunk. Yeah. I saw them like falling all over the street, wow. and yeah, they're very interesting people. Yeah, very, I would love to go. Yeah, it's fascinating. Go. It's fascinating. It, the thing is, is like. What holds me back from going to Japan at the moment in my life is, like, demanding work hours. And, like, if I go, I want to go for, like, a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. At least two weeks. Like, I don't want to go for fucking one week and be like, oh, I got to go. Yeah, you it's know? not enough. It's not yeah. enough. At least two weeks would be perfect. All right. Absolutely. Optimistic or pessimistic? How about realistic? I don't know. <laughs> so pessimistic. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I think lately I'm more pessimistic. For me? Mm. I think it like, like everything, like it just depends on the day. Like some days I wake <laughs> up and I feel really optimistic. Some days I wake up, I feel really pessimistic, but like some little things could change it like in a minute. Like I could watch like a good movie and then I'm like more optimistic. You feel so good and uplifted and yeah. inspired. And at the same time, and when I'm in a really good mood, even like something terrible won't make me feel pessimistic. Like, like, let's say like, let's say like, uh, Guam blew up, but I'm in a really good mood. I probably wouldn't give a fuck about it, you know? <laughs> but uh, otherwise, it depends completely on the day. There's days where I'm just really pessimistic, really angry at the world. And days where I'm really happy and I'm cool with everything. And I want to like be like, this is my big day to change, you know? <laughs> I think I should. I'm also, I think that's more or less me too. Yeah. It, it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm probably more pessimistic, which is not good. 
Something from your childhood that you still have. Um. Wow. Do I still have? I have. No, wait. Okay. Um. Do you still have something from I your do. childhood? I'll, I have the teddy bear I was given when I was born. Really? And it's all torn up and looks like shit now, but. Has like one eye gone. It has like a lot of shit ear. gone. Um, but it's I, with you in Israel right now. Yeah, I brought it with me. Wow. Uh, his name's. I called him Tom. I still have him. He's just there, you know? He's there. I don't oh, wow. put it, he's put he's away. Like he's put away in a cupboard, but he's there. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> Waiting. And like I, how attached to him do you feel? Like if you lost him, would you be like, Oh my world Tom is gone? It's a good question. I mean, it would feel weird because he's been with me every like he's been part of my whole life. Yeah. I have things from my teenage years for sure. Like a lot of things from my teenage years, but childhood um, uh, Probably not in Israel with you anyway. No, not here in Israel. I have a lot of old photographs. <laughs> does that That's count? Good. Of course it does. Yeah, there's no like Ninja Turtle arm laying around. Sorry, there's no Ninja Turtle laying around in my <laughs> house. Like an old toy or something, you know. I had like an old dog that I used to have named Lucky. Um, it was like a Dalmatian stuffed animal. And like like I, I one day when i was like maybe eight or seven i just like just like stabbed them all oh over my God. <laughs> and i just Michael. yeah and i just like got a red crown and i <laughs> drew blood all over <gasps> him <laughs> i don't know why i did were it. you possessed huh were you possessed no i have like a thing i had like a thing where i would like every every time an era died in my life i would get rid of everything from there like you know i got all my toys like put them on the oven like and like burn them all thing. yeah i guess you could call it cleansing i think i was just destructive when you say lucky i think of that song by britney spears this is a song about a girl named lucky really yeah he was actually named after the dog from 101 dalmatians oh lucky. i love that yeah Okay, let me ask. Um, have you ever sleepwalked? I haven't. No. Have you? Nah. No. Nah. What's for dinner tonight? Today? Like, maybe like, I don't know, like some walnuts and an apple. Yeah, something light. Yeah. An omelette, maybe. Yeah, nothing. What can you see from your window? From my window? At okay. Home. Well, I see into like the, the, the garden below me. And there's like a dog there that's like really neglected, I think. Oh, I yeah, like he, Ahmed, I told, I talked about Ahmed on the podcast. I've talked about him in real life. He got a <laughs> dog and the, like, obviously he's not walking the dog because it just gets full of shit in the backyard. Then he just like shovels it out and the dog's always back there. <laughs> Never saw it, not in the backyard. So that sad dog. That poor thing. Yeah. What breed is that or is it a mix? Um, It's like definitely a mix. It looks like a little like scared and sad and angry and i could see a uh, a car wash and um down the street i could see like a, some restaurant and then just like a bunch of apartment complexes a bunch of car apartments interesting yeah how about you uh well i live in like a brand new part of town so i can see a brand new gym so i have no excuses i gotta go i can see a brand new um like play school that actually has an um opened yet and yeah. just buildings and cars wow yeah. nothing actually, special nothing special you can actually see a gym from your from your window yeah so it's like nice yeah I can walk there that's nice mm-hmm. my, I see nothing nice from my window I you know I, I wouldn't call what I see and in the distance I see like another city that's cool yeah. like you can really look at things from where you live 
from where I live, I can't look at any. Like, it's like a oh, car wash. Oh, look at this <laughs> This person's yell. Like, sometimes I see a fight break out, you know? Oh, that's interesting. There's a blue neon light on the car wash, and it flashes into my window. And, and that's <laughs> annoying. Night. It's not so bad. <laughs> Lasha, you binge-watched. Um, <clears throat> um, wow, last one I binge-watched. Um, I'm currently binge-watching one right now. Well, what's, like, binge-watching? Define it. Well, you want to hear what I did? Yeah. I watched I watched ten seasons of Friends in one and a half months. That's binge watching then. How many yes. episodes a day is that? Well, when I was sick, I watched quite a few a day, um, but I had to break it up. That's a lot. There's like twenty. That's a lot of Friends. That is a lot of Friends. It was wow. like coming out of my ears, but I wanted to just catch up because, admittedly, I'd never watched it from start to finish. And everybody talks and about everybody, Friends in the office. Everybody references it, and I, I just knew the characters, but I didn't really know. And I knew a bit of the plot, but I didn't really know yeah. all the jokes. So that was mine. I uh, all right. So like, if I watch an episode of something every day, does that count in, as a binge watch? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So like, I guess like I binge watched uh, Star Trek Discovery, mm. and I'm currently binge watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, but I love Curb Enthusiasm. Since it comes out, like, I can't really binge watch it now because I got to like the last episode. Right. And I'm waiting a whole week now for the next one. Yeah, I think binge watching <clears> is when you when you watch one after the other, yeah. and you finish it pretty quickly. Favorite movies as a child. Star Wars, hands down. Really? Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Wow. Like, I really loved Harrison Ford as a child. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, like, on my old, like, report card, it's like, one star you want to meet. I was like, <laughs> Harrison Ford. You know? Who's your favorite character in, in movies? I'm a Han Solo. You know? <laughs> I was a big Star Wars fan. Star Wars is unquestionably my favorite movie as a kid. Hmm. How about you? Um... When I was a kid, I, I loved everything about Disney mm-hmm. and loved the Home Alone movies. Those are good. Yeah. I mean, now they're cheesy, but love the Home Alone movies and yeah. Um, Just the first two, right? Not like the part three and oh, part four. Only, only the ones with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He was a likable child star. It was a good... I mean, it's just... It's, it's still a popular Christmas movie. Yeah. It still hits the top of the charts. Did you celebrate Christmas as a kid growing up? No. Hmm. I didn't, but I grew up in a in in South Africa. It's the summer during Christmas, so we have everybody's on holiday, but there's no snow and stuff. So, what do you think of Home Alone? Coming from a, a perspective of someone who didn't celebrate Christmas, what was your Home Alone takeaway? I felt sorry for him. Really? Yeah. I always felt jealous. Like wow, and you want to do it yourself? He ate all that ice cream. What? What? What did he? He ate something else that looked really good. I, I love the one where he gets lost in New York. That's nice. That wouldn't scare. Like as a kid, I think that would be frightening for me. No, to be definitely, lost in it. definitely. But no, he had a whole hotel room for himself. Right. All the room and service. He's a, he, he's a funny thing. So I probably just wouldn't leave the hotel. When he was home alone in Chicago, um, it's in, it's set in Chicago, right? Yeah. Um, it's actually also scary in that big house. True. With those crooks coming to those yeah. robbers. Who are like questionably like the nicest crooks ever, you yeah. know? Like and stupid. Joe Pesci. You know, I would love for him to rob me. I'd be like, <laughs> go ahead. And the other guy, I can't remember his name. Yeah. I also forgot his name. Yeah, but he's like a likable actor. He did a lot of great the city slickers he was in. I yeah, loved yeah. city slickers. When I was a kid I really loved Billy Crystal for some reason. <laughs> Billy Crystal's cool. Yeah, he's a cool actor, right? He's I, in the movie um uh, with uh, Robin Williams, what's the movie? Uh, ah, Stepdad or something? I never saw it, but I always wanted to. But I loved Harry Met Sally. Mm, that's a good one. Wow, it's so good. That's a really good one. Yeah. All right. So, what's the next one? Where are we? 
This is your question all the way. What's my style icon? Yeah. Uh, I kind of like touched on that when I said Carrie Bradshaw, but um, actually, I like my own style. I think I have my own kind of, you know. You, you do. I'm you inspired by a lot of. I'm inspired by a lot of types of fashion and style. So yeah, there's no particular person. Like you love fashion. I do. I, I wear like I love this it. hoodie every day. I love it. You know. I really do. I just feel like it's, it's for me, it's art, mm-hmm. and it's an expression of myself. It is. I mean, mostly at, to work. I don't really go all out. Yeah. But, you know, I love. I just love things. I love nice, aesthetically pleasing, beautiful it's things. Amazing. And uh, yeah. I think in my like in my I was in my like early twenties and like teenage years, I was really like into like fashion. I was like really into eighties fashion, you know. And then, like for a while, I was really influenced by like John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever. Oh, that's a good movie. Well, wow. it's a great movie. I don't know how you feel about seventies fashion, but I, I love seventies really cool. fashion. Yeah, love it. Bow bottoms. I appreciate it. I appreciate something from every era. Yeah. I don't know if I'd wear all of it, but I appreciate a lot of things. How about the sixties? Well, there was a lot going on in the sixties, but I would say you know the hippie era. I mean, I love boho style, and boho is a kind of the new take. Bohe- well, I love Bohemian. Yeah. Like, like boho is the new take on hippie slash Bohemian style. I have those. So pants. I love that. Like those big uh, parachute pants, mm-hmm. kind of. I own a pair. I, you know, I thought about wearing them to work one day. Yeah, I love sixties fashion. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, um, have you ever cut your own hair, Michael? I'm sure I've cut like a little like here and there at some point. I, can't I did. Remember. I'm a girl. Of course, I did. Really? Yeah, I cut my bangs and I screwed up. And oh, no. uh, I had to like pin it, fasten it back for a while, but mostly no. Did you ever have like bangs that went like? Oh, I did. For how long? For quite a while oh. in my childhood. That's a really good look. I for a while. And I, I did was, it a few times when I was an adult too. When I was like a teenager, this was like the hot look. Like I was really into girls with bangs, you know. Not a thing anymore though, huh? Like you don't see no, anyone with bangs. No, bangs are good. But they're not here in Israel. I like that. I like the helmet look. Like, I literally, because my hair's dead straight, I used to have bangs yeah. like this. Even when I was uh, not a child anymore, like a teenager, yeah, even yeah. recently, in the past few years, I had, uh, I'll show you, I'll show you a It's picture. a good look, I like it, bangs. It is nice, it is nice. What's your favorite Star Wars character? Well, I don't like Star Wars, so you answer Why'd that. you put it in there, then? For you! <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously it's on Solo. Right. Like, yeah, you already answered that question. <laughs> Alright, uh, what's your guilty pleasure? Wow. Reading a good book. That's guilty? That's a guilty pleasure? Yeah, it's not a guilty pleasure. A guilty pleasure. Oh, this is going to sound gross. No, say it. I love Dr. Pimple Papa. She's got like four or five million followers. I don't know what this is. I, I see what's those videos on YouTube where they show people popping pimples. Yeah, but she's she's actually really famous. She's a dermatologist, but she specializes in, I don't know, skin issues. And... She's got a whole channel where she deals with all kinds of different pimples, as you would say. Yeah. And I just love watching. And apparently, there are many people do because she's got millions of followers. They, she say she says it relaxes people. I just love to the, watch the pimples pop. Yeah, there's like some kind of satisfaction in that, and I know it's gross, and your readers, your readers, your listeners might think it's disgusting. No, but it's not I so really, bad. That's my guilty pleasure. That How about is like cyst pleasure. removal? Have you ever seen them remove cyst? Yeah, so she does all of that. Like, that's really fucking... She like, does all mm, of that. Like, the green pus, like, just, like, <laughs> exploding out of so her face. So that's what she does. Yeah. So that's mine and yours. 
Ah, BDSM. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's life. What could you do? Yeah. Describe your style. At the moment, it's like just a, a sweater, some jeans, a t-shirt. I don't know. Like a, I'm, I feel like as a guy at my age, 31, there's not much things we could do with style anymore, you know? I'd say I feel I'm constantly evolving. Like when I, when I look back at what I wore when I was... That's just another topic that keeps coming up here. Clothes. Yeah. When I look at what I wore when I was... I always felt I could put things together nicely. But when I saw what I wore when I was around 19, I would not wear that today. Because I just don't think it looks nice. Not because it because it's too young or whatever. Just, was it specific? Like, were you like in like a specific punk rock style or something? No, nah, I, just, I, just, I just don't think it's that nice, to be honest. Um, Did you feel at the time you were doing something like very like revolutionary with your dress with your dressing like? No, I just thought I looked good, and that I was stylish. Or is it just like that? You know, like oh look at I'm wearing like a, a dress. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm wearing nice heels. I'm wearing a nice, you know, outfit. I'm just put it together nicely. So it was like very basic niceness. Yeah, like uh, very basic niceness. But it wasn't like a, di- a disaster. No, not mean. at all. Uh-huh. But now I'm much more adventurous and with accessories and whatnot. But I feel anyways. like it, it's hard in Israel, like because like there. I feel like like in 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 a place like LA. I don't know about South Africa, but probably you're encouraged to dress nicely. And over here, it's like it's more casual here, but like it super casual. It depends. It depends. Um, also, the weather. Like for it's someone hot. for someone who loves um, scarves, it's difficult. You can't wear like summer scarves. It's too hot. It's too hot in the summertime. Miserable sometimes. An impossible wish, Michael. An impossible wish. Wow. wow. What could I wish? Anything. Anything? No limits? Eh, like what? Like, I, I, you know. Um, <laughs> dead air. Dead air. <laughs> the air's dead. Um, an impossible wish. I feel like there's, you know, like, there's not, so, so, nothing so impossible. Um, I guess, like, to be a billionaire would be nice. You know, I could, like, do all these nice things with the money. I could mm-hmm. spoil myself, which I most likely would. I'd probably die. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I give a lot... Debauchery. I feel like I do, like, a lot of nice things, but, like, I got money. Like, yeah. I'd, like, just give it to random people. Like, here's a million dollars. I'd love to reverse all the climate damage we've done, if it's true. I mean, I think it is. <laughs> That's an impossible wish, because we can't. It's too late. Like, I... Wow. I think it's too late, but... If I had the power to just do something to fix That's the true. earth, I would do that without even thinking twice. Even though it's 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 for everybody, it's not it's it's a totally like a macro thing. I would do it. You know what I do? What? And this is gonna sound really fucked up. An impossible wish. I like get rid of all the phones and shit. Well, there you go. That's a yeah, because it just annoys me. Yeah. But then I use it all the time, so I'm a hypocrite. You know. Well. What can you do? We live in we live in a time where I'd probably be miserable for like a year as I adapted back to like you know. Last night I two thousand one Michael. Last night I switched off my phone. I'm like I'm switching it off for the rest of the night. I've had enough. Yeah. Guess how long I lasted? How long? Ten minutes. I switched it back Ten on. Ten minutes. Yeah. Well, you had a checklist. You that's how bad it is. That's oh how bad God. it is. I want to do a tech-free something like an evening, a week. About the week because of the nature of our job, we can't do tech-free month. I did a okay. Like job aside, I did a whole week without like any internet. Like, looking. how did it feel? Refreshing. It felt really nice. Did, did you I, feel rejuvenated? I'd go home and get a book. I'd go out more. 
Because I'd, I'd have to be looking for things to do. Right. You know? That's a good wish. Yeah. Um, I think I pretty much answered the next question. If you had a chance to change something, what would it be? For me, it would be climate, yeah. climate change. Global warming. Maybe like, you know... Never mind. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Say it. <laughs> I prefer um, not to. <laughs> okay. What are you horrible at, Michael? What am I horrible at? So many things. Sports, I'm terrible. And like at any sport. I'm, maybe baseball, I'm okay. But like basketball, I'm pretty terrible. Golf, I'm terrible. You know, like tennis. I tried playing. I hit the ball too hard. I was shocking at tennis. The tennis teacher told my mother, don't bring her back. She's so bad. Wow. Yeah. Every sport I've tried, football, terrible, soccer, <laughs> you know, I could run. I could, like, go to the gym and work out. I was out. a good runner. But, like, I'm, just, I'm terrible at any kind of sport, which, which just sucks. But uh, mm -hmm. what could you do? How about you, besides tennis? I'd say I'm not terrible at it, but I, 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 would, I wish I was better at it. Um, math but, mathematics, stuff like wow. that. I wish I was better with numbers. I mean, once I get a grasp of something... I get it, but it yeah. doesn't come to me naturally. It doesn't come to me naturally. I wish it did. I agree. I'm also terrible at math. I never got it. Like, you give me an algebra problem, I'm dead. I loved algebra. I was actually good at algebra, but oh. geometry and all of that stuff, no. I feel like I'm, like, de-evolving. You know, I'm st I still have my addition and my subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> I could do multiplication, but division is getting tricky for me. You know, one day I just, like, wanted to test myself, but I put a problem down. I was like, I, oh, I can't do this. I can't do it. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know? I mean, well, algebra doesn't really help. I mean, maybe it does, but in everyday life, I think more like financial mathematics, things that really help are what you should learn. And that's like where all the like money-making jobs are and people yeah. who have like good, good with numbers, you know? Absolutely. Like, I don't think a writing ability is going to get me... No, I'm not going to say it. Because... So, okay, so next one, biggest, biggest accomplishments achieved. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you accomplished? Um, actually, my biggest accomplishment was I wrote my my English master's thesis um, on a pretty heavy topic. You get a year for it. I did it in three months, and I don't know how the hell I did it. But I did wow. it. That's I amazing. It. Yeah. Wow. I did it. Did you get like a little plaque you put on the wall? I got my degree. <laughs> and a good grade. That's good. That's amazing. All right. So the next question. <laughs> okay. When do you get creative? I get creative at night. That's when I get creative. I've had a lot of epiphanies in the shower. In the shower? Yeah. That's nice. Like I just think about something and it just comes to me. Wow. Yeah. Favorite word in another language? I'm just not a wordy person. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't have favorite words. Do you? <laughs> What's your favorite word in the, in Hebrew? Or whatever, whatever other languages you know. I have a favorite. It's a random. I like the word milk in Afrikaans. Milk. It just rolls off the tongue. In what word is it? In what language? Milk. In Afrikaans. Ah, okay. Milk. Milk. Yeah. M-E-L-K. What it is just, it? And that that's like means milk. What yeah. Is it? Wow. Milk. Yeah. It just milk. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. It know? kind of like I imagine like something very creamy when I think of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It rolls off the tongue. Okay. God, the word they're getting hard. Where do you see yourself in ten years? <laughs> in ten years, and where do I see myself in ten years? Jesus. Um. <laughs> I hope we're alive. What can I say? I'm gonna be forty-one. I'm hoping I'll have like some kind of like 
good stability, a career that I really love, marriage, maybe a, one kid. One or two. One, two, okay, at the <laughs> most part. You know, like, I hope my life is just very different from it is now. And I'm not saying I don't like my life now, because I, I obviously do. But, like, I feel like I'm going through a transitional phase. And I don't want to be in the same place in 10 years. I want to be somewhere very different, of you course. know? Yeah. Like ten you don't want to be sitting in this office in 10 years. Yeah, like 10 years ago, I think I was in a really cool place, too. But I wouldn't want to be there now, even though it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say I'm pretty much the same. You know, family, maybe having accomplished like invented something like i said earlier yeah just doing just being happy you know just a happy human being who's contributing to society yeah of course who wouldn't want that but otherwise i don't know i hope i hope i'm alive what can i say what if you like looked at 10 years ahead and you're like still here like you know we're having like a podcast like like uh well, I mean... We're both, like, huge managers. <laughs> like, I guess you'll still be a manager, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Favorite time of day? Probably risky to talk about that with, like, you know, maybe someone in the... I don't know who listens to this shit, yeah. to be honest. What's your favorite time of day, Michael? Time of day? Night. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. People should not talk to me in the morning. I agree. If people... I don't like happy people in the morning. Like, stay stay away from me. Stay away from me if you're too happy in yeah, the morning. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad person in the morning. I burn bridges because people try to talk to me <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. You know? I just, I need a few minutes of silence. Yeah. And I need to, like, warm up, you know? Yeah, which is, could be horrible. By the, time, by the time I get to the office, I'm fine. But oh, okay. as I wake up, like, don't try to have a whole conversation with me because it's not going to work. I feel like I'm okay at, like, 11 a.m., like, that's when I'm just becoming okay. Or when I drink that first cup of coffee at my desk, then I become okay. Before that cup of coffee, it's like, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> Especially if it's loud in the room, that's very upsetting. Very upsetting. Yeah. Very I'm a, I'm upsetting. So I'd say I'm probably more a night person, too. Yeah. Um, what's the next one? Where are we? Um, what's your perfect idea of a date? perfect idea of a date something not cliche for sure like you know what most of i think most of my dates like we're talking like first dates or something or whatever it's like usually something pretty cliche like you know like oh you get a drink somewhere you talk yeah, whatever you go to movies or you go for dinner or a long a long walk on the beach i would like a long walk on the beach actually mm-hmm. you know like sit there that's with, cliche but it's not you know like sit there like with a bottle of wine just chill listen to the current Drink, get a little drunk, get a little touchy. It's not bad. <laughs> you know, it's a nice time. Would you ever do something like extreme on a first date? Like skydiving or escape room? That's not extreme, but... I wouldn't... You know, skydiving, I wouldn't do that. Like Anyway. In, in no time in my fucking life would I do that. So, I don't know. hell no, not on a date then. But, I mean, um, do you like skydiving? I've, ne- you... I've never done it. I'd like to. I don't know. So you are a skydiving type of person. Maybe. I never even... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You know what I've always been afraid of? Roller coasters. Yeah, they're scary. I mean... You'd skydive, but you're scared of roller coasters. No, I've gone on roller coasters, but I... I mean, with the years, I'm much better. When I was younger, I was terrified. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, weeping. <laughs> like, <laughs> weeping? Yeah, in line, don't, you know? Don't like, take me on. Don't like, take in, like, me Like, eight years old, or, like, Knott's Berry Farm. I don't know if you ever heard of Knott's Berry Farm. It's an amusement park in California. We were going to go on this uh, roller coaster <laughs> called the Ghost Rider, and my, I was just, like, weeping, like, no. Did they force you on? Yeah. Oh, no, it'll be nice. You see? Yeah, that'll be a good time. You just, like, it's, it's the, the build-up. 
That's scary. Once you're on it, that's like, there's nothing you can do. So you just go with it. You close your eyes and you just go with it. Plus the lines are so long. I think we were waiting in line for an hour. So that's the problem. So it's, like, it's like the build up. It's like your, yeah. is ra- your heart is racing. And then when you sit down and they put the, the, like the belt on you, you're like, oh my God, why, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then I remember something kind of embarrassing. Where I remember like uh, me and my best friend at the time, um, we went to Florida to visit his dad very strange I know like why wouldn't you know but we all went to Six Flags mm-hmm. you know what Six Flags yeah. is right I didn't go on one ride the whole time like I would wait down for oh every- no you put things and I was like 20, 22 years old or 21 oh my god <laughs> yeah I was like no I'm not gonna do it this is like 10 years ago I'm like not gonna do it no way you well, know at that point you were old enough to make your own decisions so. yeah but not old enough to look at <laughs> <laughs> Not old enough to look like a complete pussy. <laughs> um, anyway, what's the next one? Sweet or savory? Sweetest what? Sweet or savory? Mm. What, what do you prefer? Sweet, probably. Me too. Yeah. Your go. I'm the one asking one of them. You're supposed to be asking me. Oh, what, what song can you listen to on repeat? Um, right now I have one. It's a uh, stakes is high by De La Soul, which I've been listening to. Like, um, like um, I listen to it on repeat like three times and go to the next song. Mm. It's a good band, De La Soul. It is. It is. You know who they are? Of course I do. Wow, Danielle, no I mean, surprises. Yeah, I prefer not to listen to things on repeat because then I get sick of them. But I don't know if I like something, you know, I'll listen to it. On repeat. Who could you punch on repeat in your life? Who do you like to imagine punching on repeat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Many people. Yeah, me too. All right. Let's check the time. Where are we? You know, let's ask one more question. Choose a good one. Okay. All right. One thing people don't know about you. One thing people don't know about me. Wow. Oh, no. This could go really horrible. <laughs> It could be really nice or it could be really horrible. So you can choose another one. No, I like it. You go first. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> oh my god. Danielle, let's... That like... I can be badass. Huh? That I can be badass. I think everybody knows that about you. Like, I've seen you be badass. Like, just in the office, you know? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm pretty much... I don't wear my heart in my sleep. I mean, I do, actually. When I'm upset, like, you can see it in my face. Like, I'm pretty, I'm not saying I'm, I wouldn't say I'm straightforward, but it's, it's not hard to read me. What people, like, when what you're people upset, don't know I can about see me. it. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. What about, what about you? I've seen seven dead bodies in my life. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's not something I put out so much. Where, in Egypt? No. I think I've seen, like, maybe, like, four in L.A., Maybe like three in Egypt, one in Thailand, where else? What the hell? Yeah. Did it scar you? No, not at all. Maybe the first one. When I was a kid, like I remember we were driving. <laughs> it's like a horrible story. <laughs> you know? I'll tell you about the first one. And if uh, someone wants to write in at them that in this at gmail.com and, uh, and ask about the other times, I'll gladly answer on air. But uh, it's a long... Alright, so when I was a kid, we were driving. Me, my brother, my dad. Like, you know, because, you know, we, he used to take us for the weekends and we'd bring us back to my mom's house. And I and we, we saw, like, his car accident and this, like, dead person on the sidewalk. Oh, wow. With, like a, like, a kid. Like, a kid with, like, a blanket covering them, but their foot was just sticking out. 
and their parents were standing like over the body just crying and holding each other and I was just thinking and that never left me that's like I think that's the worst dead body I've actually, I ever saw I've actually also seen a dead body but it was covered yeah what happened I was on a road trip in South Africa I think it was like in a very rural area and I think one of the children got ran over but he, he was covered but it was very horrible it's horrible that you, so your story just reminded me of that yeah that's like a, and that was the first time I've ever seen anything like that I was like maybe 8 years old how old yeah. were you? Oh, it was like four years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I feel like that one, like, touched me in a kind of way that, like, oh, Jesus. But, like, you know, it didn't make me cry or anything. It was just kind of those moments where you just drive by and you're just, like, looking, like, oh. And you realize that we're not immortal. Yeah. Oh, one time, I don't know who was with me. We were on the bus going home and a car was on fire on the freeway. And you could smell, like, like oh, uh, no. burnt flesh. Wow. Yeah. And another time, <laughs> me and my friend, Joseph, who I've mentioned on the podcast many times, m- most saddest story ever, not, not the body, but him. And um, <laughs> we're walking from, we're walking for like six hours from one part of LA all the way to the other. And um, we're walking in East LA and like, we just saw like, like uh, a dead gangster, like leaning up against the fence with his eyes, like <gasps> c- covered up, like wow. just like with a little bit of blood going through his mouth. Wow. And then the cops came and they're like checking the body. Well, LA sounds intense. It's not so bad. It was a nice time. Hmm. Anyway. Kittens or puppies? Ki- puppies, of course. Dogs all the way. You? Well, it depends. Dogs and cats, I'd go with dogs. But kittens or puppies? Kittens are cuter. But what if it was churro? <laughs> a churro puppy? No, then, then a puppy. All right, Danielle. It was nice having you on. Thank you. It was good to be on this, on your... And you could Exciting come. Exciting podcast. You could do it whenever you want. You could come back. Yeah, we still have some questions to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Your pump 
your fists. I reminisce to a bounce rock stage, low fest to impress. Hey, pretty diamond, do you like the way I'm dressed? Ooh, keep the faith and be my mate, cause all we need is feet. But promote the hustle, cause it keeps me thin. No need to talk, Luke, you just walked in. Man. So kick the wham on this jam. Oh, Mr. Sprinkler, Mr. Sprinkler Wet me for one, Mr. Sprinkler I'm heating high five and a day's no split With the yawn, I trip to the dawn Out comes the bodies following the one idea It's clear, rattle to the roll Hold back up the track, grab your roller skates, y'all And let's zip on by Zippity-doodah, let's zip on by Feed on the weed and we're feeling high Sun is on thick and the cheese is golden thick Come on, it's no time to hide Season is twist, spinning and winning No hack and sack, let, let me in Spill on the bottom away, but it's okay ha, It's a Saturday Now let's all get baked like Anita Watch Mr. Lawn, don't look at the Peter Feel on the farm, I'll feel on the Hey, watch that It's a Saturday Now is the time to act 